1: You've tuned in to the 49ers Rush podcast, and here is your host, John Chapman. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of the 49ers Rush podcast. I'm your host, John Chapman, and I like you. Am very ready for football to return and we are so close. The reporting day for 49ers uh training camp is 725, which means we are almost exactly three weeks away from getting our 49ers football back and we're actually not too far off as well from the start of the preseason our first preseason game is versus the Cowboys on August 9th and our first regular season game where we travel to Minnesota is exactly a month after that so we are pretty close three weeks away from camp one month away from preseason and two months away from regular season so we got a lot of great stuff coming to you and as always if you want to reach out and get in contact with us um my twitter is the best way and that's at jl underscore chapman jl underscore chapman i always recommend going over there just because i'm a film guy and so i break down a lot of film and i put a lot up on my twitter feed so a lot of the stuff that i talk about here you um The conversation starts here, and it progresses over there, so jump over there again, and always say hi. I love to be active. I don't like posting things and whatever. I want to talk, and just that's what this 49er community, the faithful, is all about, so... Also, make sure you hit subscribe. We are available everywhere. You listen to podcasts, we are available everywhere. So hit subscribe, leave us a review, that always helps us out. But lots of big things are on the way. Last year during the season, we did in-depth breakdowns after every game, and that seemed to get a lot of attention. But I am going to double up this year, and we are going to be offering two pods a week during the season And we'll be continuing to do our in-depth breakdowns of every single game. But we're also going to start doing game previews. Just kind of news and notes and all the fun buzz around this team. So stay tuned. Lots of great things coming forward. But what we're going to focus today on, who are the 20 most valuable players on the 49ers roster and why? Moving forward for this franchise. So not necessarily just for this season, but the 20 most valuable. And We could throw contracts out the window. Who are the vital players? Key position players that we need moving forward, and the main reason why I bring this up is both Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch talked about during the draft that their first year here there were just a lot of holes on the rosters, they were just trying to find people that could do snaps and fill positions and kind of be role players, all that kind of stuff. But this year, their entire mindset has changed to okay. Who are our cornerstone valuable pieces, and how do we get more of those? So that's that kind of triggered this idea for this podcast. Let's go through now and let's talk about the good and bad and there's going to be some players left off this and I understand some people are getting kind of pissed about that, but that's okay. Starting at the top, number one, this one should be no surprise, maybe to Jalen Ramsey and that's about it. Um, Somebody said on Twitter that he shouldn't be on there because he's just a scheme guy has Jalen Ramsey foolishly said that's okay Jimmy G Jimmy Garoppolo he is the number one player for the 49ers franchise and I would be willing to bet if the entire NFL was wiped clean and you could draft any player to start a franchise in the entire NFL from the entire player database he would be a top five pick Um, I do not think that there are five other players that are as young with the potential that he has. Uh, He's 27 years old. Obviously, we just signed him to a massive contract. Uh, Super excited that he will be here for the long haul. And just a couple uh, tidbits about him. (laughs) There's so many good ones. And it's weird because people get so enamored with him and talk about, oh, he's so great, he can't lose, he's undefeated, and that's true. But if we look at the statistics Man, it's unreal. So real quick, 35.2% of his passes graded out positively according to PFF, Pro Football Focus. The next, the two next best players were Brady and Wentz, but both were below 30%, way over that. He completed 62.3% of his passes while under pressure. That is the highest in the past four years of the NFL, given it was a small sample size. We understand that. But whenever you put into context that he did this with a team that was one in 10 and he was able to achieve these accolades with that one in 10 team that was injury riddled. Uh, I think it, 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 Tells a clear story over his career and his eight career starts. He has 8.27 yards per pass attempt. That is the highest ever for any quarterback in the history of the NFL. Um, His completion percentage, 67.2. Again, the best ever in the NFL. I don't know if it will stay that high, but Kyle Shanahan's system is very, very favorable to high completion percentages. And then again, he already has three fourth quarter comebacks in his seven starts, uh, for the win so if we put that into perspective with other franchise quarterbacks kirk cousins has eight comebacks and 57 starts aaron Rodgers has 11 and 142 starts whereas <laughs> jimmy g has three and only seven now you the argument could be made well their teams aren't from behind that often so on and so forth but we want winners and whenever we look at the best quarterbacks of all time montana Brady guys like that it is those fourth quarter comebacks that we remember so anyway Jimmy G is number one on our list that one is a no-brainer for sure number two maybe my favorite 49er and that is DeForest Buckner he is still only 24 years old and if you've been keeping up with the uh, top 100 the NFL program where they count down everybody DeForest Buckner wasn't on there I don't understand that He was rated, again, this is going to be a little bit of a PFF heavy um, episode just because it gives metrics to the actual value per play that these players bring. He was rated as the number six interior defensive line and number three pass rusher and only behind Aaron Donald and Fletcher Cox who are absolutely amazing MVP type defensive player of the year guys from the interior position. Now the problem with DeForest Buckner is his sack numbers have been low but that's not necessarily all his fault. He is not getting very much pressure from the outside, and he's doing it all by himself. Uh, this defensive line, even though we spent a lot of draft capital there, has not produced to the level that it should. But DeForest Buckner has. He led the NFL and all defenders inside that weren't defensive ends or outside linebackers on quarterback hits. And he is getting in there all the time. It would not be a shock whatsoever if he ends up being defensive player of the year in the next two or three years. Depoy, which is his nickname. But he needs help because he can get all the pressure up the middle, but the quarterbacks are just rolling out free. Uh, There's nobody there. So, That is my number two player. Staying on the defensive side, number three, Ruben Foster, also 24 years old. And a big reason why I went Ruben Foster here, it's been a crazy offseason and looks to be getting past most of the issues that were charged to him, some of them falsely, some of them were kind of deserved with being around the marijuana in Alabama and the gun charge here in San Francisco. But he was great as the number four linebacker by a pro football focus behind Bobby Wagner, Levante David, and Luke Keekly. And he will be suspended. He is going to be suspended for probably two to four games this year. But the idea that he is just a game changer that sets the tone on the entire defensive side and can be the best player at his overall position. His ceiling is as high as anybody. Uh, He is just a one-man wrecking crew that whenever he makes a play, the entire defense is better because they feed off of his energy. He is just an absolute phenomenal athlete. I just hope that he... um, can continue to make good choices on and off the field and stay healthy. And we'll, we'll see what he can do. But Reuben Foster is my number three. Number four, we're going with our first draft pick from this year's draft class, and that is Mike McGlinchey, who is 24 years old again. So that's three players in a row, two, three, and four, that are 24 years old. And he is the epitome of what John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan said, where we are looking for cornerstones to come. We had Trent Brown, who is a legit right tackle, one of the best in the league, but he didn't fit the system, and he was not durable. He didn't like playing through injuries and was very overweight and all those things. Mike McGlinchey is the antithesis to that. Great player, amazing pass blocker, one of the best kick slides that I have graded um, of any tackle coming out of the draft on top of that, he's completely durable. He's ne- He had 39 straight starts at Notre Dame and has never missed a football game going all the way back to Little League. He is beyond durable, very, very intelligent, and he will be our right tackle for the foreseeable future until Joe Staley, that dark day comes where he rides off into the sunset. But um, he is a cornerstone. He is going to be in charge with protecting Garoppolo. That That's what he does. Number five, let's jump back over to the defensive side of the ball. And Solomon Thomas, 23 years old. He is so young. We forget how young he is. He is younger than our rookies this year. He just has to find a spot to excel. I really wish they would keep him inside more. I understand the value of the outside edge player and Saylor's defense. But if you go back to his college film, he was rated all of his positive plays – came from interior all of his pass rush came from playing inside he did he looked lost playing outside gave up outside contact consist outside contained consistently um I love this kid he is a splash player but he's gotta cut down on the mistakes or you got to make more splashes. Uh, He got three sacks last year. He's got to get more. So more sacks and less goof-ups or mistakes, and he's going to be great. But I really wish that they would just give him a spot. They're still going to move him around, and that's okay. But um, we need more from him because – The potential is there with him. He is very disruptive, but we need more consistency. Number six, I'm going to Kilo Witherspoon, uh, another 23-year-old. Very, very young, our third-round pick corner from last year. I have not been kind to this kid. If you have followed along with this podcast, I absolutely love what he does in the passing game, but his run presence and physicality is non-existent but he has improved. Probably the person that has benefited the most from Richard Sherman coming over is this kid right here. Because... Richard Sherman is what you want in this physicality but can still do everything in the pass game, in the attitude. So I I really think, and if you have seen the pictures of Akilah Witherspoon, he has added on some bulk. He is much more physically uh, built, and I am excited to see that transition to the game film. Uh, He didn't have a great year. His first three games were pretty, pretty rough uh, once he became a starter. But the great thing is by the Richard Sherman signing is he doesn't have to face the number one playing and play out. You can put him on the most favorable side and leave Sherman to take advantage of the tough. They're not going to be switching corners, but you can rotate your safeties and your linebackers to help one side over the other. This is great. So Akilah Witherspoon is my number six because the corner position in this defense is so valuable. And as we continue going through this, you will constantly see that length in the secondary is everything. So excited to see what Akilah Witherspoon could bring. He could be a cornerstone piece for this defense or he could fizzle out which would be very very sad but he's only 23 we just need him to be more physical number seven weston richburg big free agent signing 27 years old our center i am very very excited about this guy he wants to play football and is in a perfect fit for kyle shanahan's thing and that's the thing as we go through this you're constantly seeing these guys that aren't just good football players that we could get for bargains that's not what our front office is doing at all. We don't want bargains. We want fits. We want perfect fits to our scheme because we're going to be here for a while. And we, there's something happening with Kyle Shanahan. This offense could revolutionize the entire football world, which you're already seeing that with what's happening with McVay, uh, with the Los Angeles Rams, now with uh, Matt LaFleur over in Tennessee. I, I mean, it is... Before too long, the majority of offenses in the NFL are going to be running this system. And it's pretty exciting to see Kyle Shanahan did this with a pretty rough team and not his guys. And as he gets his guys, watch out. Sky is the limit. So Richburg's got some major injury issues Uh, had a major concussion last year that put him on IR but he was cleared with about four weeks left in the season but because the Giants put him on IR a little too quick uh, he wasn't able to come back he was very very upset about that but very very excited he's had almost a full year to kind of rest and get healthy he's cleared and if he stays healthy our line is going to actually be legit I can't think of the last time we've been able to say that Number eight, Adrian Colbert, number 20. He's 25 years old, and he is going to be playing that single high free safety. And the coaching staff was so excited about this that they decided to move Jimmy Ward away from safety, which I applaud you. I'm so pumped about this. He is the perfect fit in the system because he's a freak athlete with insane speed. Now, it's a little bit more straight line speed, but he is a thumper. He loves to hit. If you go back to the play where um, against the Texans, it was a close back-and-forth game, great game, and they did a little screen pass to Hopkins on the side, and DeAndre Hopkins, he screamed down, Adrian did, and blew him up, fumbled the ball, and we got the win because of that. And that's who this kid is. He is a splash play maker that covers sideline to sideline with this crazy speed. The only problem is he does make mistakes and needs more consistency. If he can do that, you're talking about an elite safety in a perfect scheme that we got in the seventh round. So very, very excited. If Adrian Colbert can stay healthy, continue to make these plays, he's going to be around for a long time. Number nine, I got Eric Armstead, 25 years old. Man, he is still young. Durability is everything here. He has played very, very well not at a Pro Bowl level, but at a starting level in the NFL. He hasn't lived up to his draft pedigree, but he he's a player, and he is a guy that we could use. He just misses way too much time. He's going to have to find a way to stay healthy and stay on the field. Otherwise, this will be his last year with the 49ers, but the potential is there. He fits exactly what we need with the insane length and athleticism and outside pass rushing potential. Um, he just got to stay healthy. So, and the last one in our top 10, we're going to do 20, but I want to stop at 10 and kind of review, but the last one is Jaquiski Tart, 26 years old. Uh, He was rated as the number 16 safety last year, and again, we're seeing this theme with these players. He's a boom bust player, and what I mean by that is, probably had one of the best interceptions in the entire NFL last year, with an amazing one-handed, over-the-shoulder, spinning-around interception that was just unreal, but... The next play after that, he gives up a huge touchdown because he blew his coverage. He makes this awesome hit in the box, and then he gives up outside contain. He, If he can get consistent, which he's only 26, he has all of the tools, and perhaps his second year in this defensive scheme will help him out tremendously because, again, it, he's going to be relied on more. Eric Reed is gone, and so his playing time is going to shoot through the roof. So real quick, just out of our top ten, Every single player on this top 10 list is under 27 years old, which tells you a lot about this team. We are insane young. And again, our quarterback's 27. Quarterbacks play longer than any other position in the entire NFL. And then Western Richburg, our center, is 27 as well. But everybody else is 25 or below, um, and even a 23-year-old. So we've got a lot of youth on this team. Now, number 11, Gosh, Joe Staley. I I just love this guy. I wanted to move him higher, but he is 34 years old. And right now, I think anything that we get from him, if this is the last year, we need to just be happy and thankful. Now, the crazy thing about Joe Staley is he's crazy. Uh, He played with a broken face after one week. He loves football, and he said he's having a great time. And he calls Mike McClinchy his little brother, which is hilarious. And it seems like the the clubhouse and everything that's happening with the 49ers is fun. And if we start winning, man, Staley deserves a Super Bowl more than anybody. Again, I've said time and time again, I think he is the greatest offensive lineman in 49ers history. My guess is he will play two years. But, again, anything we get with him is just, we got to be thankful. He was the number two tackle overall from Pro Football Focus and back-to-back years that he had the highest run grade in the entire NFL. He is also the lightest left tackle in the entire NFL, which he's playing in a system that works with Staley. We need small and nimble, and that's exactly what he is. Love me some Joe Staley. Love that guy. Number 12, George Kittle. Again, we, we've got a lot of guys that were drafted last year on this list last year's draft class was unreal great job by our front office so Kittle's 25 the tight end he is just so well-rounded very physical and capable run blocker but that's probably not his best asset. He has shown that he is a force to be reckoned with in the passing game, and he will go for those very tough, hard-fought yards, and he's a banger. Blocks with passion, again, receiving threat. He's going to be around for a long, long time. Love Kittle. I absolutely love that guy. 13, this is our oldest player so far. Uh, Actually, scratch that, Staley was. But Richard Sherman, 30 years old, comes in as number 13 on the most valuable 49ers moving forward coach Sherm, i was able to speak to an undrafted free agent on the 49ers roster that's in the secondary and whenever i asked him about richard sherman i'm leaving his name out on purpose whenever i asked him about richard sherman he says sherman has more football knowledge than any coach that i have ever been around the guy knows everything Um, It's like calculus back there for him, and if you've watched any of the film coming out of training camp, that's exactly what you see. He's got everybody off to the side. He's teaching them what to do with this, what to do on that, and again, Richard Sherman hasn't even been cleared yet. His Achilles stuff, that's still there, but if you've seen the footwork that he has done and the drills he's released, he's a lock to play week one. People were so worried about that with his contract and all this stuff. Throw all that out the window. Richard Sherman is going to be starting play one for the 49ers, no questions asked. So even though his play on the field will be pivotal to our success, everything that he brings to the locker room, to supporting Foster during his issues that he was going through, to teaching up the young guys, to changing the attitude, oh my gosh, uh, this is such a valuable—it's it's so great having him around. So that's number 13. And number 14 has direct ties to Richard Sherman as well. Tarvarius Moore, our safety prospect that we drafted in the third round. He is 22 years old, and he was rated as PFF's number three safety. Now, the reason why he is so important, he is the understudy to Richard Sherman. Again, go back to this idea of drafting cornerstones. They drafted this huge project player that's 6'1". He ran back-to-back 4'3", 240s at his pro day. He is a freak athlete with insane 40, long arms, super fast, and just loves to hit. But what they're doing with him is they are moving him behind Richard Sherman and just having him follow him around everywhere he goes. Tavarius Moore probably won't play very much outside of special teams this year, maybe not even next year. But what this is, this is a project to get a cornerstone Richard Sherman clone that two years from now will be 24 years old, but is twice as fast, just as long, just as physical, but it's a huge project. This is a gamble with a late third-round pick that could be a cornerstone cornerback. Cornerstone cornerback, I kind of like that, for the long term. So watch out for Tavares Moore. Uh, What he does in the preseason games will be very key to see if he stays at corner, which is what we want, or if he moves to free safety. If he stays at cornerback, watch out, because that is a steal that you got late in the third round. My 15th player is Fred Warner in this draft class. He's 22 years old. He is just, man, he's fun. And if you haven't watched my film breakdown of him on Twitter, go check it out. I think it's my pinned tweet as now. No, actually, my pinned tweet is... Jarek McKinnon breakdown. But if you scroll down, you're going to find it there. And what he brings to the table is versatility. He is super long and very intelligent. And pair him up with Reuben Foster, and you have kind of your Reuben Foster is going to go blow everything up and make insane highlight plays. Fred Warner is there to make sure gap integrity is maintained and no home runs will be made. So if Reuben Foster goes in there and blows something up but misses the tackle... Guess what? Fred Warner is going to be the Robin to Batman. He is always there where he needs to be. He slow plays everything in a good way because he maintains perfect gap integrity. Uh, just a textbook defender that provides a lot of extreme upside with his length and coverage. So very excited to see what Fred Warner's going to do. I think probably by week three or four, he will be the starter alongside of Reuben Foster. I really, really do. 16, I'm going Dante Pettis love this kid 23 years old he is a four down player not a three down guy might be the best punt returner day one in the nfl in the entire league insane versatility they have already said they are not withholding any of the playbook from him he is learning all four wide receiver positions both outside inside flanker and slot Uh, he's learning all of them and will be backing up all four spots day one. He has the best hands I have graded. You can't find him dropping a pass ever. Amazing routes and separation on every play. Plus 32 career touchdowns is just absolutely insane. So he is a Kyle Shan- They traded up to get this guy. The only wide receiver in the entire NFL draft that was traded up for. And that's Dante Pettis. They, they, they spent and went and got this kid. So uh, they had a huge target on him. Right behind him is Trent Taylor at 24. Love Trent Taylor. He doesn't have the upside that Dante Pettis has. He'll probably have more catches this year just because he's already a starter. But Dante Pettis is a guy that will be an eventual all-star for this team, Pro Bowl-type player. But Trent Taylor is amazing. Great separation, does all the dirty work. Loves going over the middle. He just... Gets drilled and pops up with a smile every time. Uh, Mighty Mouse is what I call him. Third down machine and is already trusted by Jimmy G in the end zone and all those things. So just, and again, he also, he's going to be our safe punt returner. So if there's a fair catch possibility whenever we're backed up to our end zone, Trent Taylor is probably going to be that guy. Um, Almost done at number 18 is another free agent acquisition, and that's Jarek McKinnon, who is 26 years old. He came in last year uh, and People forgot about him, but the stuff that he has been able to do out of the backfield is uncanny. He was rated as number uh, PFF's number eight running back, and this is kind of the first time that the NFL will see this type of running back in this type of system. So I, I'm very, very excited to see what the potential could be because the three systems that kind of run this Offensive scheme, uh, the Rams, the Falcons did when Kyle Shanahan was there. So now what we're going to see, and again, Todd Gurley's amazing, but he's not that small, shifty guy. He's more of a power freak, whereas Jarek McKinnon is very very quick and skittish and all those things and so even back in Atlanta you had Tevin Coleman who's kind of the bruiser with speed upside and then you had Freeman who's just a bowling ball so this is kind of the first time that we have seen this back in this setting so watch out because his volume is going to be unreal if you're one of those fantasy guys man Jarek McKinnon is going to be unreal especially in PPR formats right behind that I got 19 Kyle juice check. Uh, The Juice, 27 years old. Um, He had a rough start with the 49ers, had some kind of big play fumble issues, but fixed that later in the season, and just a matchup nightmare. Jimmy G came out and said, we got to get this guy on the field more often. The more he's on the field, the happier I am. And he lets Shanahan do all that kind of crazy toy stuff because (laughs) you could do the two tight ends with a fullback and a running back, and so (laughs) you're in 22 personnel, but it's really you have four receiving threats. And so even though the defense has to change and go big, eh, there's going to be matchup nightmares out there because that means you're going to have a line, linebacker or a safety cover McKinnon, McKinnon and a linebacker or a safety cover and juice check, and you're not going to win both those matchups. You just can't. So, And this brings us to our very last one, and I changed this one actually. I had a rough draft, but after the extension, Lincoln Tomlinson, our guard, 26 years old, I'm adding him to the list. I think that he's not a Pro Bowl caliber player, but I've gone back and watched a lot of film. He had his best game by far against the Rams whenever Aaron Donald lined up over him about 80% of plays and Lakin held his own. Now, Donald still made plays. He's the defensive player of the year for a reason. But whenever you think about building your team, you build your team in a way that you win your division first. And whenever you saw what he was able to do against Aaron Donald with, (laughs) you got to say, all right, this is a guy we can roll with. We got him on a pretty cheap deal. It's not too bad. Um, You know, he he was the number 21 blocking guard in the run game. And so this is a guy, again, we're down to 20 now, but protecting Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be everything. So. Real quick, let's let's do a real fast, just run through recap. Number one was Jimmy. Number two, DeForest Buckner. Three, Ruben Foster. Four, Mike McGlinchey. Five, Solomon Thomas. Six, Witherspoon. Seven, Richburg. Eight, Adrian Colbert. Nine, Eric Armstead. Ten, Jaquiski Tart. And again, out of all those, they're all under twenty-seven. Our top ten. Now the bottom half. Eleven, Joe Staley. Twelve was Kittle. Thirteen Richard Sherman, fourteen Tarvarius Moore, fifteen Fred Warner, sixteen Pettis, seventeen Trent Taylor, eighteen McKinnon, nineteen Juice, and twenty Laken Tomlinson. Now we only have two players on this list, Sherman and Staley, that are over thirty years old. Twelve of them are twenty-five or younger. We definitely, last year we had the most snaps in the entire NFL by any rookie um, and the most starters that were rookies. And we were a bad team last year. We're still very, very young. Uh, we'll be one of the youngest teams in the entire NFL. But there's a lot of promise that is here. Now, the players that are not on the list and why. Right off the bat, Marquise Goodwin. He's 28 years old. I absolutely love him. He's one of my favorite 49er players that are that's out there. But I don't think that he is pivotal, pivotal. Pivotal is not a word. Pivotal to what we are going to do long term. I hope he is a career 49er, and I hope he starts for us for a very, very long time. But I do think that eventually, if all of our receiving core stays healthy, I think that he will start to be phased out by Pettis uh, just because Pettis is a more clear. Wide receiver and less of an athlete. Now again, I love Goodwin. I'm not trying to say anything bad about him. It just think that the long term value is not as big. Pierre Garcon, same thing. He's 32 years old. We still haven't seen him play with Jimmy. That's the crazy thing. Uh, Pierre could have back to back great years, kind of like Larry Fitzgerald type years. The past couple of years where he has 90 plus receptions, so on and so forth, and just gets crazy targets. But, again, he's 32, so long-term, I just don't think it's there. Jimmy Ward, he's probably not even going to be starting for us. He'll back up the entire secondary, and he can't stay healthy. If he stayed healthy, he should be starting uh, nickel corner day one. But, again, he just can't stay healthy. So we'll see what happens with him. Uh, Joshua Garnett, man, I, I really wish he was drafted to another team. And I don't mean that as an insult. I, I just think he got dealt a bad hand Uh, going into a Chip Kelly-led team, and now he's not a fit for our scheme. So he lost a lot of weight, and he's working hard and doing everything he can. But I think best-case scenario, he's a starter at guard after an injury, uh, but his time with this team is very, very short. I don't think that you can justify paying him out his contract two years from now whenever he's in his fourth year of his rookie deal as a first-round pick at guard. So I I hope the best for him, and maybe he can win a, a starting spot this year. But again, if you look at what Kyle Shanahan has been doing all across both offense and defense, I want fits for my system, and Josh Garnett's just not that. So, again, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let me know on Twitter what you think. JL underscore Chapman. And stay tuned because, man, it is time. And we got a lot of great stuff coming. So stay tuned. Appreciate it, faithful.